Mike check, Mike check. All right, it's your pals, George Boutsalis and Ricky Liorti. And this episode, we had the lovely Kelsey Rose on. We talked about her career in the fitness industry, working out, some of her favorite things that she likes to do about that. We also talked about how she got her start with some of the schools and some of the government-funded programs she was running, talked about social media. And Georgie, what else did we talk about? We talked campaigns. We talked a little horoscopes. You know, it got, it got pretty funny in the studio. It was a, it was a good time. Uh, I'd like to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, Universal Nutrition, the number one in the supplement industry. Guys, everyone knows Universal. You know Animal Cuts. You know M-Stack. You know Stack. You know Egg Pro. You know Universal Creatine. All the good stuff. Uh, we use their products. Ricky's a Ricky's a you know him. He's jacked. He's on. Heck he's, yeah. He's on those. Uh, yeah, love the time products, guys. Tires got pumped this whole episode. <laughs> fantastic products, guys. We'll link them in the bio. Check them out. Uh, their proteins, their supplements, they're fantastic. Uh, my pal, I think that's good. LFG. Let's go. We're live. Today, (laughs) we got Kelsey Rose. Is that how you want to go by? Kelsey Rose? Kelsey Rose Fitness on the podcast today. So welcome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Anytime, anytime. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Rick, you want to you wanna kick it off? We're going to kick it So it's funny. We, we were just talking about this last episode. Normally, we ask people, you know, how have you been during COVID? What have you been up to? But we're trying to change that up. Okay. So. I didn't think of, it's not my best question to start off the podcast. I was going to say, I feel like you're stalling because you don't no, have a No, I say, what is your favorite part about being a personal trainer? My, this is one of those like feel good questions. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever asked me that before. Um, Boom! <laughs> Great job, Richard. That was a good question. My favorite part about being a personal trainer is actually working one-on-one with people. Like I love... People always ask me, what do you prefer, like group fitness or personal training? But I love develop, like working one-on-one with clients and developing a relationship because it becomes way more than just being their personal trainer. You, you become friends. You be, Like so many of my clients I've been training for years now, they're going to be lifelong friends. Like they're going to be good people in my life forever. So I think also with any profession, I think that we all attract certain people for a reason Mm -hmm. so a lot of my clientele they're just good people and they're people that i want to see every day and that i want to work with um so i think for sure that is my favorite part because it's every day it's when i'm working it's not really work i'm going to hang out with my friend and tell them what to do for them to feel good for an hour and you're helping them. I was gonna say you're helping them grow as a person as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and so I think it go, goes like back and forth too. Yeah. As much as like I hear about um, things going on in their life and you know personal stuff, you kind of are like a five in one with being a personal trainer. I. It's also like personal trainer slash therapist. Yeah, a lot of times, but yeah. I could like can open up to them too, and it's you know kind of that safe that safe person that you can speak to sometimes yeah. about things. Especially because a lot of my clientele is actually older. So I'm like getting mom advice from people that aren't my mom and <laughs> aren't my friends. So, um, yeah, I, that I think is really what I do love. It's, it's funny you say that you attract certain types of people because like-minded people <clears throat> are automatically attracted to each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Finally, like even me and Georgie, we're, we're so similar. Like 
when we became friends at first, we didn't really like each other, and then we became super close. Just I did not like you. <laughs> I didn't even know who you were. Never I, mind. I, I, was a, I was a loser. Still yeah, am. Did you think he was a little obnoxious? Very much For so. Sure. I still remember where I met him. Ah, whoa! Like, can we go back to the episodes <laughs> where everyone was just boosting me? <laughs> no, 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 my no. Yesterday, I did was pump yourself. I'm gonna cut you down today. <laughs> Uh, I met Reggie in first year. I thought he was obnoxious, but also I was low key obnoxious. I just knew less people, so I could yeah. be. I, I was a more obnoxious in a small circle. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he was more visible, and I was like, "What a loser! This guy <laughs> yeah. thinks he's so cool." And then fast forward ten years, like, here yeah, we are, best pals, best friends. Yeah. That. Well, Kelsey, me but, and you met back in what twenty twelve, probably. No, I moved to Toronto in two thousand fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. So and we would have. So where where'd you come from? Give us your your background. So I grew up in Waterloo. Um, I went to school. What, what's the phrase for the Waterloo? Is it the Lou? The Lou. Is that what people call it? Yeah. Like, you know, Toronto's the, the six. Lou. Uh, the Lou. <laughs> the Lou. We went out there a couple times. Yeah, we yeah. did. Not, yeah. not my favorite city, but. Yeah, it's okay. Well, that's why I'm here. Um, and then I went to school at Brock for, for five years. And, and what did you study there? Sorry. I did concurrent education, okay. which is for teaching. And then when I graduated, I moved to Toronto. Uh, and I've been living here ever since. So since 2014. Okay. Yeah. And so at what point did you say, I'm not going to become a teacher? Um, well, being a personal trainer is being a teacher, essentially. Yeah. It's just, that's just the gonna, thing. It's a different that. kind of it teaching. It is teaching. You're yeah. just teaching fitness. So yeah. actually, when I moved to Toronto, I, well, we can also rewind a little bit we know each other from the club yeah that's how yeah yeah, yeah. that's how we from know each club. other efs shout out yeah. that's how we know each other like, that's I thought it was like surprise like telling like i don't even well, know so that's the weird thing <laughs> um, sorry so but yes yeah i was and actually a lot of people like my following don't really know this backstory so this is live exclusive we've been getting a lot of exclusives a lot of exclusives <laughs> kelsey hit them hit them with the facts okay um so I was working in the club scene right away. When I was in school and teacher's college, I was also bartending as well. Um, I paid for my school. I paid for my living. I paid for everything, basically myself. Wow. Still do. Um, so I came here and I started bartending right away. I had a job lined up before I came. And then Where was while, the first place you bartended? I only worked at EFS. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's it. You didn't even work your way up to the top. It just started at the top. Started at the top. That's, That's it. That's Man, the way great we do it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love okay. It. EFS. EFS. Oh yeah, I lined up the job like six Shout months out before Sacco. I came. No, it, I don't that even was know before his time. It was before Sacco, yeah. but we're going to shout him out anyways because he always calls us out for not. He does actually listen. Eh? He yeah, call, he does. He calls us, oh, he's going to listen to this for sure. Oh, for sure. Which is so random. Like, what, so he's in our, like, uh, we used to fit, like, um, fantasy football, baseball, whatever, and Sacco's in, in some of them. And, like, randomly one day when we were early on in the podcast, he's like, we we shouted someone out in the nightclub industry like they, they, we said like, like the king of yeah. Or yeah, yeah yeah and he messages the group Stop. and he's like what the hell you guys uh, don't use me no no respect and I was like first of all you listen to our podcast he called himself the Godfather yeah like, something like the Godfather you should get him on here Sacco needs to come on oh Sacco this is your invitation in. he's awesome I love yeah. honestly I love great guy great guy great guy um, so but EFS, anyway yeah. so EFS but. I obviously went to school for a reason, so I knew I didn't want to be a bartender forever, but I needed that for a financial. Yeah. So it's really hard in Toronto to get a teaching job, Ontario especially, or Ontario, but Toronto especially. So I knew that I wanted to work with kids and with students, 
but I also wanted to work in fitness because that was my passion. Um, so, so fitness was always from the get go. Yeah, like, I played. If sports you wanted to be a teacher, up. it was going to be gym teacher or something. Or? Gym teacher. Yeah, yeah okay. I did uh, geography and phys ed. Um, that was I played my, hockey. That was two of my favorite subjects: geography, phys ed. Yeah, I played hockey for ten years growing up. What wow. position? Uh, center. Ooh, were you good? Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> as a humble, as a humble, yeah, yeah, you can say you were good. We're not gonna judge. Yeah, I mean, you no, seem I was humble, but good. yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of a big. I'm deal. trying to think if I know yeah. any female hockey players. Who is that girl in uh, at Western Ash Ashlyn? She's friends remember. with Moretti, I think. Hmm. She played on the Western hockey team. Did you play on Brock hockey? No, team? No, so I stopped because I wasn't really into hockey. Like my parents kind of forced me into play hockey because my dad loves hockey. Um, but That's I was active and played Canadian sports. Thing. Yeah, my yeah. entire life. So I started an after school program and basically I pitched, I made like a whole like 12 week program. I started cold calling schools um, and got into a high school in Etobicoke actually um, and tried to launch this after school program. Wasn't really working because no student wanted to commit to a 12 week program, but I was there. I started volunteering. I started just getting familiar with the school and then the head of phys ed, was like you should actually make this program that is a part of a government funded program and pitch it to the school board and get into this school board and get into other school boards in Toronto and then you could teach this program throughout the school boards so I did that it's um long story short it's a grade 11 and 12 government funded program and basically it's not mandatory but students can sign up for it and it's something that came after our times like it's maybe like eight or nine years old and um basically every school high school in ontario has a different sector there's nine sectors and one is health and wellness so the grade 11 and 12 students that sign up for whatever their specific sector is um, at their school they have to take four credits in grade 11 and 12 and they get their health and wellness certification which they can then put on their resume and put on um, school applications when they're applying for university it's called specialist high school major so i create a fitness program and basically what i and i still do it what i do (coughs) now is i go into high schools and i teach this fitness certification for the day and uh, at the end of the day, they get their fitness certification from my company. And that's one of their four credits that they have to have in order to get this like overall certification. Wow. So that like my original idea didn't really pan out. But from that, I got that opportunity. And then that wasn't consistent enough because I go to the school for one day and there's only a, hi- a handful um, of of schools in each school board that have health and wellness yeah. as their sector. So it's not like I have like hundreds of uh, schools in each school board in, in four. I'm in four different school boards, but there's like a handful, maybe eight to 10 in each school board that I can actually get into. And I'm not the only service provider. Yeah. So for yeah, there's fitness, other people doing it, yeah. there's other people doing it too. So it's basically just the ones that I've made connections with in the past mm-hmm. that I go back to and I do those schools the reoccurring year. Um, so from there, I, my friends were like, well, like, and I got my personal training certificate before I made the program just to have it because you know, I thought it would be good. It kind of, kind of relates to. Yeah. Like, I just thought it would be good to have it. Sorry, before you go on, I think that's awesome. Like yeah. we, we talked about this with so many of our other guests where they've tried one thing. It didn't work. They pivoted a little bit and it just yeah. took like, it took off. Right. Yeah. Like we had Freddie yeah. Gervaisi. I don't know if you know him. He does, um, master your wellness. Mastermind. So, Mastermind. 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 Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. And 
he had like one idea it got blocked he pivoted or he hit a roadblock and keeps mm-hmm. yeah. transitioning and that's kind of the mindset of entrepreneurs and a lot of the common themes on, on yeah. a lot of our guests mm-hmm. that you try something just because it doesn't work it doesn't mean you stop and yeah. you just quit or give up yeah. no pivot try something else and not for anything i don't know many yeah. young people that are able to do government fund, like create a government funded program because yeah. there's so many hurdles so many roadblocks so much yeah. paperwork and it's yeah. yeah well it might be all stopped now so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Let's, fingers crossed um but yeah it was yeah it's an amazing opportunity and i love still working it like gives me that little dose of, of like teaching like yeah, the teacher, yeah. teaching teacher and life, working yeah. with students after one day of trying to work with grade 11 and 12 students I'm like, okay. I can just imagine. I'm good. <laughs> I just imagine. I'm just like, I remember being in high school. I went to an all boys high school. My just, all boys high school that I went to, private high, uh, no, sorry, it wasn't private. It was just all boys. They were the best school what? that I did. They were so attentive. They all were like, that's interesting yeah i was shocked i was so scared going into it but it was probably one of the best certifications that i had wow i i would be i would think the complete opposite like i mm-hmm. remember when we had some like younger female teachers and, and i went to st mike's in our schools like, i was like man these girls are like these women are i feel bad they're yeah. just l eyes looking for anything just testosterone yeah. going a hundred percent it's yeah. funny because I actually pitched St. Mike's too and I had an interview with their principal when I was like 22. Well, do you remember his name? No, I have no idea. But <laughs> When this is over, we're going to send he, you in the yeah. right direction. Yeah. Our St. Mike's listeners. We yeah. got to get her in. Get me in. Um, <laughs> we will. We will. But uh, yeah, so pivoted and well, not, well, yeah, in terms of the school program, but as well, I started personal training, got my first client. Um, she's actually... I still work with her now and she was my eyebrow girl and they basically like convinced her that I'm the best personal trainer ever. <laughs> while she's, while had, she's threading your yeah, eyebrows. Yeah, I had no, I had no clients yet. And I was like, yeah, like I'm personal training now. I just yeah, picture you like looking up like, yeah. while she's threading your eyebrows. Yeah, I'm like, this you should come work out I can, already, I can already tell you're going to That's my callback joke. So we're making a joke because Ricky does this thing that he like he wait we say it on every podcast. People are probably tired of hearing it, but he'll ma- there'll be one thing funny that he jumps in yeah. on, and then like ten minutes from now he's gonna find an opportunity to keep bringing loop, it back. Loop it back. I'm a comedian. Oh, People okay. don't know. He's the funniest guy in the world. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not. Anyway, sorry to cut. I, you I can't off. do it now no, because okay. you just called out. My- that's what I'm hoping for. Okay, I'll find another one. <laughs> Continue, eyebrow lady. Eyebrow sorry, lady. I just want to ask a question. When yeah. was this when you got your first client? Like how long ago was your? First- um. So. Almost four years ago. Oh, okay. So yeah. we're 2016, give or take. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was doing bartending, um, working in the high schools, and then starting fitness all at the same time. Best bartender ever, too. Right? Yeah. Best? The b- <laughs> si- sidebar <laughs> EFS? I, I yeah. agree. Sidebar no. EFS? Yeah. yeah. I, well, I think that I was so good because I um, was... I was just good at my job. I was never really wasted. I was, I'm very yeah. personable. I can yeah. talk to people, but I was still like fast, efficient, um, and friendly. Yeah. A lot of girls in the club aren't like it's super true. friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's so, nice to someone. Like at the end of the day, they're sure they like, they naturally, they get it a lot. A lot of like you deal with a lot of like men yeah. and stuff like that. So it must get tired after a while. But yeah, like, to have that energy and be like yeah. sociable and nice, that, that does make a difference. Yeah, and it's yeah. nice, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Sorry, eyebrow From lady. Eyebrow lady. 
And then from there, one of she started losing weight, looking really good. And one of her clients was like, oh, oh it's okay. Was like, you look amazing. What are you doing? So then she sent that person to me, who I also still work with. Um, and then from there, it was just a snowball effect. I started my Instagram. And it's it just everything. I was so committed to it. And I was so consistent with it and it just kind of grew and looking back I made my Instagram like three and a half years ago looking back if I would have ever thought I would get to where I am now then I would would think I was like crazy yeah like no like that's not gonna be me <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile you tell my eyebrow lady yeah I'm the best trainer ever yeah. <laughs> you gotta fake it till you make it honestly though that's, that's my 100% I yeah. agree with that. 100% like I agree. It's Act like, like you belong. Yeah, that's kind of it. It's like a mix, right? Like you're not really faking it because if you believe you can yeah. do something, like you yeah. can. So like if you, yeah. you need to act like you belong. That's true, right? Yeah. Like you can walk in any room and convince anyone yeah. you can do anything. Yeah, you like you're not gonna be like, well, like I'm a de- I, you're I my first think, client. Yeah, you're my yeah. first client. I think I'm pretty good, but I'm not sure. Let's try it out. Yeah, they're gonna be like, uh, I don't give this person my money. Like I don't know. Yeah, but if you go with confidence and like that swagger, go, yeah. you have to. Yeah, I have a little bit of humility, a little bit of swag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. The first session, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, okay, let's, let's, how was the first session? Let's back okay, up here. How was we it? We still actually laugh about it now. And she knows that now that y'all oh, see yeah, you Oh, yeah, she okay. knows. Yeah. And, Wait, um, so I was your first client? <laughs> you know, she knows. And she gets the first client discount, so she knows. Yeah, so she okay. Knows. Um She, at the time, of course, was getting a personal trainer. So she wasn't in the best shape. I think like right away, I put together like six exercise circuit, but it was so hard <laughs> that she <laughs> could not do Poor anything. Lady. And that's like not anything of what, like no like assessment, no mobility, <laughs> no like me making sure her like foundational movements were good. I like threw her in. <laughs> like sink or swim lady. To the most hardcore circuit and she couldn't do anything. And she didn't get the scourge at all. No, she's such a nice girl. She was just, I. <laughs> I just picture her screwing up your eyebrows I'm on like, purpose okay, the next like time you go in. I'm like, okay, we're going to fix it up. Kelsey yeah. walks out with one eyebrow next time. <laughs> what did you give her? Like like, like 100 push-ups and like No, like nothing even like that. Like ropes. We had like a gym <laughs> where we had so much stuff available. I was trying to make her do like box jumps and all the Like crazy yeah. things like crazy that I could do yeah. that I would think that someone else could maybe do. <laughs> to but no i'm i had to switch it up real quick i'm like okay we're just gonna start with body weight squats it's funny when we talk about this so bex was doing these um during covid she was doing a lot of these like online things and my mom was doing them and my mom would be doing that and i walked downstairs i'm like i'm looking at my mom like what are you doing she's like well i can't really do any of the things she's doing so i'm just kind of dancing around with yeah (laughs) just to show her support i'm like mom god i love you mother like so funny yeah gosh um, anyway, sorry to cut you off again. No, so I, think, from, I think that was the yeah the end of it, really. So from there, though, is it, did it grow? Like That was obviously one-on-one. Did it grow naturally just to make just one-on-ones? Because to your point, you you liked them more, but did you like yeah. start incorporating group classes? Yeah. So and how did that come about? I think that year, um, so yeah, that's like the following, like the first summer from when I started, I started the outdoor boot camps um in city place which i'm currently doing now 
I have one on Sunday. Four spots left. There you go. That's gonna. Well, this is gonna release. <laughs> Actually, Friday no. Morning. I have like Thursday two night, spots Friday left. morning. Yeah, Thursday night, Friday morning. Do you do them every Sunday? No. So the, I'm just doing pop ups right now with COVID, and then being at the cottage on the weekends. And I the following weekend, I'm going out for dinner on Saturday with my girlfriend. So <laughs> I don't. What kind of commitment is this? <laughs> <laughs> Priority. It's summer. No, you gotta enjoy. Yeah, you gotta yeah. get a level. So level. I, I like doing the idea of pop up. So it's not like a consistent thing. Um, like I said, I'm focusing. I'm kind of. We can talk more about it, but I'm starting to put my attention more into online. Okay. Given. COVID and the circumstances and I think just where the direction is going with fitness a little bit uh so instead of putting energy into that um I am going to do pop-ups during the summer outside and then more so focus on um other aspects of my business which I really want to grow because with boot group class and group fitness in person it's you can have 20 people when you're doing group fitness online, you can have hundreds of people, thousands yeah, of people yeah. from all over the world. Yeah. So just long term, that makes way more sense to me. I'll always do one on one and have that clientele. Um, my clientele doesn't really change. So I'll always have that. Um, but I also have people who work on my team with me that I give clients to and that uh, help me with group training online because we do have some small group. Um, virtual stuff happening right now as well. We pivoted that. Uh, so, so yeah. Well, tell us. I was just going to say that's really cool because a lot, you know, when you, a lot of people when they get into fit, I mean, it seems like a lot more people with the advancement of social media, with the ways you can do it, not just now during COVID in general. Like a lot more people have gotten into fitness because it's yeah. their passion. They followed Very it. Saturated. And it's easier to do now. Like before 10 years ago, you have to become a personal trainer at a gym. Like you got to mm-hmm. build clientele. Whereas now you can do more of it, but I feel like you don't see as many people trying to scale it. So it's really cool that you're looking at it from like a more big, big yeah. picture type thing. Yeah. Because obviously you've done like the one on ones now, and the next step naturally, any entrepreneur yeah. would be to grow it more yeah. and bring it to the masses, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, my initial thought, my initial goal for the past year, even two years, was to build a team of people working with me and to scale it that way. And I've had. Nice. I do have a nutritionist and I have, uh, as of right now, just one other trainer and she also does fascial stretch therapy. Um, I've had other people working on my team in the past as well, but it's just really hard to find good committed people who have the same goal that yeah. want to work for someone. Um, so I have one girl, Bree. She's amazing. Uh, shout out Bree. Shout out to Bree. We love her. <coughs> and we love Bree. We love Bree. <laughs> And um, it's just hard to find people like Brie and people like me that have the same style of training and the yeah. same goals and this, you know, want to focus on the same things. So instead of doing that, um, which was, you know, kind of my original plan, because I think also just looking at the fitness industry, that's what a lot of people do do. So I think just naturally I thought that, okay, well, that's what I should do too, because it is good to when I do like for I don't I can't take on new clients so when new clients want to train I don't want to turn them away I want to give them to someone on my team yeah, yeah. so it, they're still part of my community but you know, I instead of putting so much energy towards that uh, my next goal is to pivot like I said more online and making a platform um, like a subscription based platform yeah where I have workouts and people are subscribing every month and they get unlimited access to all my workouts 
and creating something uh, more so like that. Because during COVID, I've actually grown, um, I think, seven or 8,000 followers, which is wow. Wow. crazy. That's That's a, that is a lot. Wow. Yeah, well, I went from, no, so I went from 17 and I have 24. Still. Unreal. Yeah. yeah. So however many that is, I'm not very good. <laughs> <laughs> that would be about yeah, a, that's that's like a 30, 30, yeah. 30, 30%, 50% increase, 30% increase. 30%. Yeah, yeah. That's good, good growth. Yeah, um, but I also was working, doing live workouts with another influencer in Toronto who has, she's grown actually from 600,000 to almost a million during Holy quarantine. Wow. But every that's obviously helped a lot too. And I think with during COVID, I was very consistent and I had really good content being at the cottage because um, it was just a really nice space. Yeah. So I had lots of content opportunities. I wasn't stuck in like four white walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm um, not stuck in a condo. With yeah, the same so I think just time. a combination of that, um, I was able to grow. And now more so than ever, I feel like I have way more of a community of people who are loving the workouts and I get messages every day, love the workouts, people posting, doing the workouts. So I think naturally now, I think that that makes the most sense moving forward um, because it's really something that once you have it set up and you release like a new workout every week, it's just there and it's functioning by itself. And of course you're putting money into marketing and whatever, but you're constantly making new videos, updating. yeah. Yeah. So the idea would be like, one new video a week and that would add to the cluster that I have um, and then making like an online schedule every week for people if they want to follow that. So I think I think that's my next move. Yeah. Do you, I was going to ask, do you find that people are more motivated, are more equally motivated in person versus online? Do you think now that like a lot of online is taken off because people are stuck in their house? Yes. And like, will it, you think it'll continue? Yeah. So I was always a little bit weary of doing the online, taking that route because number one, I don't really love training people online. Like now I'm starting to see clients again and it's so much better, but it's very saturated and, um, I don't know. I just never, I, like I said at the beginning, I love like that one-on-one like human connection. Yeah. Human interaction. But I think given COVID and given our new situation and our new circumstances, a lot more people are going to be working out at home. I think a lot of people have actually also realized that they actually enjoy working out at home and that they are seeing results at home. Yeah. And it's um, not as hard as it was, you know, 20 years ago. No. You get a couple of bands and yeah. like yeah. body weights, you can do everything. Yeah. So I think people are really realizing that, um, you know, that this is something that's possible because a lot of women especially are intimidated from going to the gym. They don't love going to the gym because they don't know how to do machines or they don't know how to use dumbbells or kettlebells or they they don't want to try squatting. They don't want to, yeah. So that's a whole other situation at the gym with men. But um, (laughs) there's also that. So you're probably a victim to that. I know. I see you like daydreaming. No, I think like, man, I I, I don't make fun of anybody at the gym ever unless it's like. I'm not talking about making fun. I'm talking about checking out. No, I don't. I'm like, I call out people big time. (laughs) No, I call out people big time at the gym. If just like. Gym etiquette. You're a big yeah, etiquette like, snob. If you Lots don't. Sorry, stop the right word. You're like no, an etiquette. No, I'm, I'm an like, etiquette snob. Yeah, yeah like you should follow the If you don't freaking wipe down your bench and you sweat, like that's disgusting. Grow some manners and like yeah. you weren't raised in a barn. Do you find men do it more than women do? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, women, so. their problem is a lot of times. 
Well, problem. Actually, sorry. Let me rephrase that. At at Lifetime Fitness in Vaughn, a lot of the problem with the women is like they're coming there to meet people. So they're not coming coming to work out. My ex-boyfriend was like, I'm going to get a membership at the Lifetime in Vaughn. I'm like, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Honestly, it is. No, you're not. (laughs) It's one of the best gyms in my opinion, in the city, in the region. I don't, I, don't, I, I, I love it. But the problem is there's times where it's like, it's, a, it's social hour. Like yeah. 6 PM on a Monday is social hour. Yeah. It's like, guys, like not for nothing. I came here to work out. Like yeah. I'm in my regular clothes and there's people that come out. Like, I think they're ready to go to cabana yeah. at the gym. And I'm like, yeah, you look better than I do. Like yeah. when I go out, yeah. like what Yeah. you like, yeah. Wearing like all their jewelry, makeup done. I'm like, I thought we were here to work out. No, like, we're here I to get sweaty. I don't like, even know anyone who goes there. I would see on Instagram like all these girls posting at this gym. Like so done. To like any of my said. friends that work out there, this is not, I'm not calling you out. <laughs> but I'm calling like, out other so people Like so done up. So when my boy ex-boyfriend said that, I was... No. You shut that down yeah. hard, eh? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. You're going to good life. Planet yeah. Fitness. You're going to good I'm life, like, not Liberty Village either. That's not happening. Oh, yeah. So I used to work out there. Which, where? Sorry, Liberty, Liberty Village. Liberty Village, yeah. In my opinion, um, also it's the most crowded. Hour, yeah. yeah. And, um... It's flocked over to Bathurst and Richmond now. Yeah, yeah, it has. That's right. I don't go. work out yeah. at Good Life anymore. I actually work out at, um... The U of T Athletic Performance Center. Yeah, nice. So it's all students. No one bothers me. No one knows me. I don't know anyone. It's a beautiful Perfect. space. They have two rows. I, actually, on- I should not be promoting this because <laughs> no, I don't want anyone to go there. Oh, I heard, I heard, now yeah, I heard it's like ma- it's like the Madame one, right? It's. It's like the, the Ryerson. I mean, it's okay. It's, it's UFT is a, it's the opposite of the of the Ryerson one, right? They're both like new facilities. <laughs> is that right? Ryerson or is it a? No, oh, she's talking about the one it's that's right at off of Bloor. UFT. Bloor Street, like that with the football field. Yes, yeah, and so yeah. you have actually when you get a membership, it's pretty cheap. Um, <laughs> it's you expensive. Have, it's very expensive. Exactly, I might hit this place up now. Um, you actually have access she's to like, the stadium too. <laughs> I would never go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but that's the thing. Like when I would work out at Good Life in Liberty Village, it's like you're squatting and you look behind you and there's ten guys watching you oh, yeah. squat Waiting or deadlift, for you or they'll come and try, try to you correct up. your form. Oh. But like your your form like, doesn't please, need to be. I know, be, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> your form doesn't need to be corrected. Like that's just their pickup line. Yeah. So when I'm there, it's all Baby, athletes. Do you need me to squat yeah. it's you. It's all like, like the sports teams at U of T. Everyone is just focused on their workout yeah. and it's less great. superficial it's more about it's the not, actual exactly just yeah. getting the work done and a lot of my clients live in that area so i just zip over and can go back um it's perfect how's go ahead no, go i was gonna say how's the i know you worked out at hotel x at their mm-hmm. training center i've never been there it looks unbelievable it's unbelievable is it as nice as it looks yeah it's so nice. Can you get me- you can get memberships there, right? I think it's like crazy huh. expensive. Though. I'm just I'm not I'm not gonna yeah. go. I'm just curious. It's uh, I think I'm not gonna say numbers because this Hotel was a couple X, years ago. Um, but I think <laughs> that you have to pay like an annual like one time fee, and yeah. then you pay like a monthly fee. Like you have wow. to buy into it's like a it. membership. Like it's yeah, like a proper it's not like club like membership, it's like a, club like a golf course yeah. membership. Type I think it's thing. Like, yeah, yeah. three hundred bucks a month or something. I don't know for sure, but, but I think the buy in's like pretty big. Yeah, you can use everything. I'm not that I make just. They have tennis courts. Tennis courts inside. Yeah, they have. They have a lot of amenities. They do. They have like beautiful, beautiful tennis courts. They have um, a studio, a a spin room. They have a yoga room. They have multiple um, different like rooms for fitness classes. We should cut this part. Unless they're paying us, we should cut this part. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is a free promo. Yeah. No, their space is unbelievable, but (laughs) you, you definitely have to have money. Yeah. If you want to have a membership there. Okay. Yeah. 
Speaking of classes, like you're just listing off a bunch, besides doing your one-on-one personal training, if you were to pick one like fitness class to go to, spin, running, yoga, whatever, what's your go-to? Boxing. Okay. Yeah. Are are you aware that you're sitting in the room (laughs) with a undefeated, heavy, heavyweight boxing champion? Oh my God, we should have... Not like hit some pads on the podcast. Honestly, I actually have the gloves under there. But that's yeah. it. Yeah, undefeated, undisputed, heavyweight Never champion of Etobicoke. Wow, GTA, buddy. GTA. GTA. I won and I fought in a charity boxing match last year. Oh, Knocked wow. him out. Second round knockout. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Put, it was kind of scary, but yeah, put the guy. Yeah, was not scary. I'm actually doing my first one-on-one session tomorrow. Nice. Um, with another trainer. I miss hitting pads so much. Yeah. It's such a good workout. It is. It's yeah. really tough. Yeah. I honestly think. I don't know. I'm also was in bad shape when I was starting out, but I think hitting pads, like if you do like even 30 seconds to a minute, is yeah. one of the it's, toughest things to do. Yeah. It's, like. It's really hard, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't love spinning. I don't really love fitness classes. I end up just changing everything to like what I like. Yeah. I feel like most personal trainers do that though. Like when yeah. you do an F45. But then it's it's kind of rude. Like if people came to my class that I made myself and they changed the entire workout, I would be what are you like, doing? what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Yeah, go home. <laughs> like, do it yourself. <laughs> Get in my class. <laughs> yeah. So I try not to, but I also just know my body. I've had injuries in the past. So you know what works. I, for you, I know right? what works yeah. for me, but I do love boxing. Okay. Um, I think you were gonna ask where do I go. So yeah. I started doing answering the own question. I was yeah, I was gonna I like say yeah, I like you it. actually yeah. cut him off. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So rude. I gotta do it the whole time. Gosh. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Not so funny today, buddy. It's okay. I, I was funny yesterday. No, you I'm were okay funny yesterday. You were pretty funny lately. Um, yeah, where, where do you go? Well, I actually started went in Toronto a few years ago doing one-on-one with a trainer. And that's kind of where I learned. From there, I started doing a lot of classes at Studio KO. Okay. It's more of like a box fit. Yeah, there's they, one literally right here. Yeah. yeah. No, is it KO? I, I think, think so. that one is... Um, On Park Lawn right there. We're no, doing way too many big, free shout today. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> where, wait, stu- oh, Studio KO is above Legree. Yes. Well, big they just moved beside... Beside, actually, yeah, they move their own space next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, so I do do Legree. I, I Legree never stay. Yeah, Legree is one of the hardest things ever. I've never felt like such an inferior guy in my life. Yeah, in a room full of women doing Pilates, yeah. I was like, and this is when I was like boxing. I was in like peak shape. Yeah, I was, I was so embarrassed. To I be used there. to do it twice a week. Yeah, yeah. Who did you want to want on King Street? Yeah. Who who did you? I go was to obsessed with Bianca. Yeah, she shut up, Bianca. She was OG. She's Studio really Legree. yeah. She's good. She's good. Now I only know this because my sister would go and she, yeah. I'd go with her and she tell yeah, me who yeah, was yeah. good. Yeah. Now she's at Ultimate Athletics. Um, Ultimate Athletics. What's that's in Summerhill? Okay. So she yeah. does stuff there, but she was amazing. I'd go to her class every week. But yeah, so I did a lot of classes at Studio Ko, and then when I found when I really got into my fitness thing, I didn't have time for classes yeah. or I if I could fit them in I still would go to Studio KO here and there but I also have done privates with different trainers um I was working with another trainer at um I forget what it's called it's in the east end uh, he was like a boxer from Greece and I was boxing with him doing one-on-one that was fun boxer shout out to Johnny 
I can't. I think so East many shoutouts to the like, I know. Wait, is it on? Is it on? Um, Primal. Don Mill. No, is it in Don Mill? Uh, Don Mill. No, Mills? it's on Queen Street. Oh my God, I'm. I, this is so bad because I feel like I need to give them a shout out, but I just can't remember the name. It's, it's okay. Lee they're, ba- not, they're not. They're not. It's Lee us. Baxter's gym. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lee Baxter does the promotions too and everything. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it's his gym. I just can't remember the name. As far as me, I want to go boxing now so bad. Yeah. <laughs> want to go get some pass, everybody. No, I'm, I'm fun fact. Say, yeah. When I'm me Ricky Box, I knocked him out too. Yeah. It is hot up here. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I didn't want to say roasting. I'm My roasting, hand. but I'm like, I was also hot when I got in here, and like, I like I'm wearing a black. I'm like sweating. I'm like, I'm alright. Yeah, we have to go down to an AC yet more. No, I think I'm just a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Talking boxing. Yeah, yeah, I can literally, like, we can literally no, just like. No, it's okay. No, we're we're good. Good. I'm okay. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna die here. I'm okay. It is kind of hot in here. So. I was gonna say. I thought it was just because I'm so, wearing a long sleeve. When we were talking earlier about like how it was hot outside, I didn't want to say anything. So every time I've come home, my AC is like a smart AC. Yeah. Or the what nest? The nest. And it, I come home and it's like 24. So when you're away, it goes to like recovery mode yeah. and i walk into the sauna so i had jack like turn it down to 17 yeah. my, and it's been i'm feeling now my condo no, I, literally, I have it hot. i have it set to like 17 i'm like i want to walk in and just feel it my mom's like do you, do you know how much you pay in that i'm like i don't care i'm like i want to walk into like an ice box uh, and that's what i do if i get too I cold that. i'll just open my balcony right yeah mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. What uh, we're talking before lead back boxing, boxing, so boxing, yeah, just so yeah. I want to say one point when you say you don't have time for it, it's funny you say that too. Because with personal trainers and with classes, there's only so many hours in a day that you can actually do it. Mm -hmm. Like, you have your, I guess, 5 30 or 6 a.m. till 9, Mm -hmm. then you have your kind of lunchtime crew, and then you have your after work crew, but there's Certain hours where, unless people have different schedules, like a 2 p.m. class yeah. isn't a common thing. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not like you're going to be booked every day at 2 p.m., but 6 p.m., Monday to Friday, you're booked. Yeah. Saturday mornings, you're booked. Yeah. So every time that you want to do a class, there's no Legree at 2 p.m. on yeah. a Thursday. Yeah. It's like you got to do the lunchtime. Some, exactly. Sometimes. Is there really? No, maybe most wrong. Most 12, common gyms. Like, and that's what I used to go yeah, to. Yeah, the 12 o'clock, but then it's like, working, why would you... Yeah do that if you can schedule a client for yourself yeah. and like make True. X amount of money. Yeah. Do you work out with your clients at all when I want to because there's so many a day um, you typically don't? No, not usually. <laughs> when I'm like doing the virtual stuff at home, like I'll always do the, normally I do the mobility with the clients because I, they are also, I'm kind of just demonstrating and they're following me. But uh, with the virtual, if I feel like I just want to get in a little bit of a sweat, sometimes a lot of the clients actually like when I work out with them because it says that it, they say that it motivates them. Yeah. Um, I got a funny story about this after. But I, uh, if I can, I want to save my energy for my workout. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. makes sense. So. Because you don't want to get to the end of the day and you got your workout exhausted, and you're dead, Because right? a lot of the times I, I really need, especially now, I really have to schedule my workouts because before like my, my setup was so perfect, I'd work um, mainly in like the Yorkville area and then I'd zip over to the gym and then I'd zip over back and then it you was just the perfect setup. Yeah. Now it's like a shit show all over the place. I have some virtual, I have some in person. Um, Where do you do your virtual ones from now? Do you do them at the gym or do you at no, home, cottage? No, in my condo at the cottage, yeah. So it's having like four virtual clients back to back and just sitting there on the like first of all it hurts my back and second of all it's tiring like even though i'm not really doing any like well, it's much, a strain on the eyes too yeah right? like, it's yeah. Just, computer screen for that long yeah tough. it is sometimes i get dizzy after i get nauseous after from looking at my phone for so long so it's uh it's not ideal but also after i'm like okay like 
I don't want to go work out now. Yeah. So I guess just one on that note, there's some, I guess, pros and cons, right? So like yeah. doing this now, you can scale more. Yeah. But also it's maybe like, not to less say less fun. exciting, but yeah, yeah it's yeah. more work versus yeah. it's more being like a hobby and fun and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 For sure. When you said about uh, people want to see you work out, motivate you. <laughs> I remember one of the first spin classes I took. It was at a Good Life gym in, uh, I think it was in Vaughn. And I'm not going to shout out this Good Life because it's the worst Good Life. In the- Actually, you know what? Tw- roast 27, them, Rick. Roast them. <laughs> 27 in Langstaff, between Langstaff and Highway 7, <laughs> inside the Adidas building. You are the worst Good Life ever. Shout out to them. I've Langstaff. never given a one-star review on anything. Or maybe I've only given like two. <laughs> no, Riggy's a big reviewer. I'm a Google reviewer, I actually. I'll like, you, I'll wait, sh- I want one. I'll give you a good five okay. star. Okay. Um, this gym, I'm not going to lie. I gave them a two star. And then I think I re-rated them because they were so bad to a one star. Like just the worst gym. Just just close it down. <laughs> just terrible. Re-rate something. Like, I so didn't go anyway, so I was, at this, I was at this gym and I, I do, I'm doing one of my mm. first cycling classes. And I don't like cycling, but it's a good workout. Good and I was with my mom, right? Heart, so, yeah. you know, she, again, I just like to do stuff together with her. So we get it. And the, the instructor's a bit of a bigger, not a bit of a, he was a bigger dude. So we're cycling. Tell us your theory about how good of a trainer he is. Well, hold on. So we're cycling, right? <laughs> and he starts theory. off on the bike and he's going, he's going, he's like, okay, he's like, we're going up a hill. All right, we're going up a hill. Everyone stand up. You're standing up. Crank it to the right. Let's go. Okay, we're going. About five minutes in, this dude's drenched, right? And I'm like, I'm, I'm sweating too. Like, don't get me wrong. This is, it's a tough class. And then he gets off and he comes, you think you're jacked? Keep going. Keep going. I'm like, buddy, you get on the fucking bike and you keep going then. What is this bullshit? <laughs> Did you say it to him? I, I literally, he's in my face. He's like, keep going. What? You think you're jacked? Let's go. I'm like, buddy, you get on the fuck back on the bike and you you're, go. You're pissed, man. I was, I was like, Did this big dude just call me out right now? Hey, no, this I'm like, three bro, things you, just reminded me of. You can't even <laughs> freaking ride a bike. Never mind. Teach me how to ride a bike. Get your ass on. Number one, it reminded me of the office episode where Dwight is Dwight takes over the class. And I'm so like, mad now. I'm just cheese <laughs> thinking about this dude. Was he like actually like yelling at you aggressively? No, like he, he kind of had a smile. Had a different it's, not like, it's not like he was like angry. Aggressive. He was like, come on, man. You think you could do it? You're so fit. And I'm in like, I'm in pretty good shape. And I've got, you know, a little tank top on. I'm feeling fit, right? Middle of summer, I'm sweating. I'm looking good. And this I'm, looking, to, I'm looking good. Yeah, man. I was looking good. I was like, being good. this Modest is probably like it. Mr. Chin time. Like yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah. 8% body fat, man. Like, and this good. dude just... <laughs> Grilling me, I was like, bro, like, you better sit the F down right now because like I'm about to get on your bike and teach this fucking class. I just swore so many times too. Oh, You're pissed, eh? Freaking good life at 27 and <laughs> Oh, we know Rick's not going there anymore. It's oh, funny, no. I had the opposite. I, I big... shut down my membership and oh I hate talking about things. Alright, let's, let's pivot here, buddy. Yeah, 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 I gotta yeah. finish this. I gotta finish this. <laughs> it's, so I'm, I'm getting hot up here yeah. now. So they, they Good Life did this thing where they allowed all teenagers to get free We're not getting sponsored summer. by Good Life, that's for sure. Oh, I don't even want it, man. Yo, Patch Evans, you're a good dude, but I think that's his name. Patch Adams, Patch Evans. Patch who? The guy who started Good Life. He's Canadian. Oh, pa- not Patch Adams. That's a that's a Robin Williams movie, buddy. Oh yeah, you're right. It's Patch something, whatever. Regardless, he's a good dude. I read his I read half his book, but nice dude, nice dude. <laughs> One third of the book, don't lie. Yeah. <laughs> you don't read. First ten pages. <laughs> but they they announced this thing where it's all kids get in for free or teenagers get in for free in the summer, and I thought that was such an amazing initiative. Until I got there and I realized that they don't teach him anything. There's no free first class. There's no nothing. They just let these kids come in and like I'm watching this kid trying to bench press. Like he's probably 13 years old, like 100 pounds, trying to bench press 135, and I'm just watching. And I'm like, should I go there and help him? And I'm like, is it yeah. my job to help? Like, is, do I have to yeah. stop my workout to go help this kid? Yeah. And then you got like kids with socks and sandals, and you know, I wear socks and sandals too. No, I'm not hating on that. But in the gym, put on some freaking running yeah. shoes. 
don't just walk around like this isn't a, a babysitting session. Like, yeah. you, you're, I feel like the parents just drop them off and say, "Hey, hang out yeah. here for three days." Well, well, that's going back to days. the, uh, <laughs> oh, the uh, high school programs that I do. I'm actually dumbfounded when I go to some of these high schools, grade eleven and twelve students. They have no idea, like yeah. no physical literacy. No idea what's happening. No idea how to do a squat. No idea how to do a push-up. No idea. Like doing first... bench press five days in a row. It's like, man, what are you doing? Yeah, like they all all the guys think that they're so cool and that they can squat and bench press like all this weight when they've never done any of these movements before. Mm. It's just actually crazy. It's different <clears throat> when you're an athlete growing up. And you're kind of already you did in like that dry environment, land and, stuff. and you yeah. do dry land, um, and you biometrics, do, body yeah. Rates. So you kind of you develop those skills like at a young age, but other kids and students who aren't exposed to sports and aren't put in sports and aren't really athletic, um, even though these are life skills that everyone should kind of that that should grow up with, at the point when they're 17, 18 years old, they have no idea what they're yeah. doing. So I can only imagine them just then going to good life and like you said, showing up in their socks and sandals and trying, trying to, to bench like 135. Yeah. Like, kid, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, and you see, he picks it up, bends his arm a tiny bit, puts it back up. I, oh, you see that? <laughs> That's what? the problem too. And then I just perpetuate like the cycle of like egos in the gym because yeah. then you do just because you can lift, you can push a lot of weight. Yeah. Anybody can push a lot of weight, but the problem is to do it properly, right? Yeah. So then it builds that ego thing where you go in the gyms, going back to the point of like how sometimes women feel uncomfortable because mm-hmm. you go into mm-hmm. and you see guys trying to squat like four plates and they go down a little bit and push up. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. But what yeah. do you? What's the purpose of that? Yeah, you're not doing it properly. And it just becomes that that testosterone fuel thing and and yeah, uh, yeah, it's kind of self perpetuating cycle. Yeah. I'm literally just thinking about gut life and I'm like it's. It, it just turned my whole mood. I actually remember, but I'm canceling it to the point, not because I don't like, um, I mean, I'm personally not a big fan, but also through COVID, I've realized how much I can work out without going to a gym. Mm-hmm. I like classes more, but even that, like, I find it working at a home, it's harder to get motivated. Yeah. Like to get off the couch, say, you know, I'm going to do like to an do hour work, hard workout. workout in your space. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can go ahead. I'm just going to say like, that's to do like a hard, if I'm at a gym, I'll push myself. If I'm at Barry's or F45. Here I'll still I work out every day. It doesn't feel like I'm pushing myself yeah. as hard. And as I get out, that's my problem too. Yeah. Even, yeah. So with me, I have two gym memberships. I have Lifetime and LA Fitness now because like f good life. I um so my LA my Lifetime is 150 bucks a month, which isn't a lot. It's a lot of money. Like when you think about it, I pay 150 bucks. <clears throat> But I'm like, every time I go there, I'm like, hey, basically, I'm paying five to ten dollars to come here. Mm-hmm. I need to get, I need to get a good workout. I need to stretch. I need to do use the cardio machine. I need to get a good hour of weight training. I need to hit the sauna. I want to shower. Like, I end up spending like three hours there. So I'm like, yeah. I, need, I paid that much money. I, I need to get my money's worth. And if I'm driving there, I know it's taking me ten minutes to drive there, fifteen minutes. If I only have a thirty minute workout, it's like, man, I don't. I feel like I just wasted time. Why even drive here? Mm-hmm. So like, I have to. It's like same with my pre workout. I take pre workout. and I think once I take it, I have to get a good workout, or else it was a waste. Yeah. And when I'm at home and it's like I have an espresso, it's like okay, let me go downstairs. Uh, you know the news. All you know. Yeah. And then you realize I watched the full ticker go around. I'm like, that's like yeah. nine minutes. Yeah. Of just and I just stood there watching it, not doing anything. Well, I think that kind of brings in back the whole play of. Um, having workouts to actually follow too and i think a lot of people can't motivate themselves to work it at home so that's why doing and finding people that you like to follow and workouts that you like yeah are so prominent right now because people aren't able to just motivate themselves, themselves we're all yeah. different because yeah. we already had 
you know, experience in the gym and we all are driven and we all like working out and then there's that. So we can push ourselves to a certain extent at home. For, for But for people who like kind of worked out here and there and like don't really love working out and don't really know what to do. Yep. Following a workout and being guided through a workout is what they're looking for. Yeah. Because that's their accountability and that's what's going to motivate them yep. to do a proper workout. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with you because again, if you're working at home and there's nothing to follow or there's no one, not it's not even about watching you. If there's nobody pushing you, yeah. giving you the advice, yeah. telling you, <clears throat> even if you, yeah, sorry, I didn't want, I didn't want to cough. That's why. So it's such a funny cough. <laughs> Guy like pain. Now they're having a panic attack. No, I was like, uh, I want to get the mic. Now you're going to throw up. No, I have to blow up my shirt. COVID, hello. <laughs> they were all oh, yeah, right. I forgot about COVID. Yeah, so. <laughs> man, I'm having a good conversation. Uh, it's honestly a lot of fun. No, but yeah, back to what you're saying. I agree. It's like when you're working out at home, I think it's so important to have either a set workout plan, to have a set video you're going to watch, or to do one of these online classes because it's so easy to quit if you're not doing yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Do you find when you're building your programs out, like. Mm-hmm. Is it like a kind of you have like a generic one that for your program when they follow you try to build it out to kind of fit different lifestyles and that's just the standard one and then do you do like personal ones that you'll build out not like the one on one clientele but if somebody messages you online or does your mm-hmm. classes and they say I want to build out a program like yeah. will you do it for them individually so that's a, yeah that's a service offering I have I make twelve week programs for people okay so they'll tell me what their goals are what they have accessible at home or prior to COVID, um, if they are using a gym, um, and just kind of the, their level, their fitness level, where they're at. And again, like what they want to achieve in specific areas that they want to work on. And I'll create uh, like a strength program for them. So that can vary between two to three strength workouts a week, depending on how many days they can commit to. And that would be, um, like an individual service offer that I have. And then in terms of the group programming, when I do, I'm like in the very early stages of building out the online platform that I want to do, but I'll more so have different categories of different workouts. So for example, like I'll have mobility, I'll have lower body, I'll have upper body and core, I'll have high intensity, I'll have low intensity, pre postnatal, like those are just examples. I'm sure I'll have some of those, but um, so just depending on what that person's looking for, I'll make a schedule Monday to Friday, like Monday, lower body, Tuesday, conditioning, Wednesday, mobility, Thursday, so that if they don't really know how to put that program together, they can just follow the schedule yeah. for the week yeah. and I'll pull like the workouts from my <laughs> database. Um, <clears throat> but that's, that's long-term, like that's going to take a long time sure. to, to build, um, so I'm just like at the planning stage right now for all of that. Have you done any mommy boot camps yet? I feel like mommy at our age now, and you're a little bit younger than us, mm-hmm. I think. No. We're 90s. How old are you? 91. Okay, oh. so you're around our age. A yeah. little bit, yeah. Yeah, tiny bit, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like now it's like oh, people are trying to get married, have kids. Yeah. I feel like the mommy boot camps are going to take off for like it's our groups so of friends. It's so funny because I'm doing a pre-postnatal course online right now and my last slide on Sunday before I turned it off was the words mommy and boot camp should never be in the same oh, sentence. Whoops. <laughs> whoops, sorry. <laughs> Damn. All right, struck out with that one. Um, oh, what, what else? So, well, well, no, it's just... mommy boot camps are such a, like, no, a no, fun no, name but I think, yeah, no, I get it. But I think that what she was trying to say is that there's this pressure for women to jump back into <laughs> training and working out at, like after having their 
kid. And depending on the type of um, pregnancy that they had and, you know, uh, stresses and things that have happened with their bodies, it, you can actually put more damage on yeah. like certain parts of your body um, when trying to get back into the fitness world just so that you can look a certain way instead of listening to your body and doing it progressively. So I, that's where she was going with with that. But yeah, my clientele definitely um, is more so that mom, new mom, expecting mom. Yeah. Um, because that's like all of our yeah, friends yeah. Are at, at our age starting to, to happen, settle yeah. down yeah. and have families and kids. Is that why? So to that point, though, because when you hear boot camp, like you say, "mommy boot camp," it sounds like okay, like you, it's like this many weeks you got to get in shape. It's yeah. time to your ass. Yeah, I think, but what I was gonna ask was, do they call it like pre and postnatal? Because it's like not as intense. It's more so like prenatal, yeah. like pre prenatal, pre birth, right? I'm yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. sure I'm not on the wrong yeah, track. Yeah. It's it doesn't seem as kind of like intimidating, and it seems more like yeah. It's, I don't know, yeah. is it more like a progressive thing? Is that yeah. kind of more the well, term I they use these days? Well, I think especially with post, there can be so many different complications and every woman's body is so different. Um, first of all, you have to, you should be, you should wait at least six weeks after you've had a child to get back into fitness. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of pelvic floor and inner work that needs to be done before like progressing into high intensity stuff. So I think that it's more so of just like a caution. Um, Obviously if you're two years uh, postnatal, uh, doing going to like Barry's boot camp or something like that would be a lot more safe um, or doing some type of boot camp would be a lot more safe if you've done kind of that pre-work like right after. Um, so I think that's just kind of the point that she was making. Like you need to kind of, you need to ease into it because once you have those foundations kind of, I don't want to say the word fixed, but your body, like you just popped out a baby, like you need to fix down (laughs) there. Like you need to focus on getting your core strength back before you can progress into doing, um, other types of workouts. So that's why I'm doing pre postnatal uh, certification right now because, I, that's the demographic of women that I want to work with. And, you know, I'm getting to that age too. I want to, I want to know what's going on for when I have babies. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I I just picture, um, I forget what show it is, but it's like, I don't want to say mommy boot camps now because you just called me out on it. But where they're like, they all have the wheelchairs and they're meeting at the park and they're like using their babies as weights. and Wheelchairs, you mean strollers? been a long day who's having kids buddy like, <laughs> been a long day guys cares. been a long day strollers gone. i actually just bought my first stroller as a gift for my sister did you Aww. heck yeah what did you buy uh oh, i don't know she had like a thing oh, on, on snuggeting it yeah better, registry okay. she's like somebody's just having uh, better buy like i don't know said it on this podcast the lamborghinis yeah, just, my sister's uh yeah something about uncle Aww, which is pretty cool so funny. she like sent me a last week out of the bag she's like uh, yeah, i don't know if I, should, I can say yeah people know she's pregnant was I it think. a bugaboo? Yeah. It was? Yeah, it was a gray those one. Are sick. Those, are, those are top of the line. <laughs> you know how expensive She's like, yo, <laughs> my boy did you know, it. You know how expensive that shit is? They are so expensive. They're so, so nice, though. Mind you, I, like, I'm going to be the best uncle. So I'm like, I spoil the shit yeah, this kid. Yeah. Um, George is the type of guy, like, buy like, little you know kid, like a little kid, like a Lamborghini. Is it a boy or girl? I don't, don't know. Then I got to find out. I, 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 buy, I have my guess. George is buying, like, a little G Wagon, like, toy car for the kid. Whatever that kid wants, gets. Um, but yeah, they're expensive. Strollers are crazy. Not wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. Strollers. Strollers, yeah. Um, but yeah, I forget what show it is, but they're like the moms are all meeting up at the park with their strollers. <laughs> a lot like, of shows. Holding their baby, doing their like shoulder. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. You gotta I love get it. it in, yeah. I love it. What uh what's been the 
best part for you like with these online classes? Have you like met more people? Has it changed your workouts? Has it introduced you to new, like have you done more, spent more time researching to build your programs? Like what else yeah. has been the best part that's come out of it? Um, I think, well, the thing is, is that in terms of me really growing classes online right now, I transitioned the small group training to virtual, um, which does bring in new people. But like I said, my clientele for one-on-one doesn't really change. I have taken on a couple people during quarantine because a couple of my clients didn't want to do virtual. Like I said, I do train a lot of older people. So, you know, people who are 60 years old may not you know yeah. they're not really with the virtual and they yeah. don't really get it so but like would rather just wait until you spend more time telling yeah. teaching them how to like log yeah. in yeah like would rather like, hey, just, download just Skype. like that old school mentality like just want to wait for the gym to reopen yeah, yeah. um which i totally get so i've more so with growing the following that's what's kind of bringing more people to my page and they're engaging more in the free content that I'm posting. But that's what I mean. Instead of just posting this free content for people all the time, which is so great for them, um, I need to transition. Like, I need to turn that into... Monetize it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I put a lot of put a lot of effort and time and energy into it, into providing new content all the time. So, um yeah but it has brought in so many people which is is great like that's kind of you need that community in order to go to the next step if no one was actually doing my workouts yeah i wouldn't be able to build a platform that's one of the hard things too like that people a lot of people don't realize when you're an entrepreneur like a lot of time you do have to put into doing stuff for free before you can monetize and a lot of people don't want to do it i mean obviously you know like you said at a certain point you do have to start considering making money off it yeah but it's good that you think you did it before that way because it also builds a following Mm. okay like who did we talk about this with recently about building credibility mm. and, and probably Ernesto. Was it about marketing stuff? Yeah, like doing stuff for Ernesto. free and just like building that following because yeah. at the end of the day, like I mean, you do this for a long time, so you have the credibility, but to get new following, you're foring into a new vertical, yeah. if you will, you got to kind yeah. of prove to people. So it's, I yeah. think it's good that you did it yeah, that way. Yeah, no, so I think everyone, everything kind of came together and happened for a reason and um, definitely have had some benefits coming out of COVID. Um so yeah, I'm excited for like the next six months to a year. Yeah, and talking about kind of the Instagram and the content, I've noticed you've worked with so many big brands like Puma, for example, and some of these other ones. How did you get a lot of those like a sponsorship deals? Because mm-hmm. obviously being a personal trainer, Puma, like I just know Puma off the top of my head. I don't know why that one sticks out so much. I post them a lot. Yeah. yeah. So you have so many like great sponsorships and for people listening that's a huge part of of your business mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how how did i guess how did it start how did you find yeah. these people did they find you yeah so that's the whole thing with instagram i didn't when i started my page like, i didn't try to be an influencer like that wasn't my goal i just started posting fitness stuff and was super consistent with it and I would do photo shoots all the time which i don't have any time to now i end up just but i think giving- you also have like 900 posts or something like oh, you're, yeah. you are consistent Very and that's consistent. like, consistency is key. Yeah. Holy no, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, but it just came organically It just came naturally, like very seldomly would I, or in the past, have I reached out to brands to work with them when a brand <laughs> wants to work with you or we'll a PR agency wants to work with you, like they'll contact you. So once you start doing like again it starts small like smaller scale companies and brands um and once 
other PR companies and brands see that you that you are an influencer or you are working with brands, then same thing like snowball effect. The it, the like it just it just grows. Um, in terms of advice, because obviously I think that that taking a picture and getting paid for that, like who wouldn't want that? Like it's so easy. Um, but you have to obviously have like the background and the following and the community in order to be able to do that. Again, I think with Instagram, the key thing is just consistency and just having like an established brand. I think a lot of the reason why a lot of brands want to work with me is because I am not just like an online, um, I don't have just like an online persona. Like they know that I actually work with people in person and I have a community of people that I am influencing every single day. So they know that I'm like, they see my website. They see like, they're not stupid. Like they research everything. They look at past partnerships. They, I'm sure they, they go deep and to make sure that I'm the right fit Mm -hmm. for the campaign. So, um, I think just being established and having a brand and having a business and having a company and all these things, it attracts um, brands and companies yeah. to wanna to wanna work with you. So yeah, partnerships are great. Uh, I actually started working with um, Shine influencers. So I have a brand manager who now manages all my partnerships, which is amazing because that kind of takes it that takes the work. stress and the pressure off. You. Yeah, because it's a lot of communication yeah. back and forth with brands and negotiations. Um, and if I'm training all day and like, we usually with partnerships, like they reach out and it happens like a quick turnover. Like they want the content within yeah. five days, but you need to negotiate first. Wow. So having a brand manager taking care of that, obviously they take a percentage as well. Um, but they also a lot of the times negotiate a lot higher of a rate that I probably would have just settled for less because it's still stupid to me sometimes. I'm like, how is that? <laughs> okay, great. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's like too good to be true sometimes, but yeah. because it's just obviously the what the brand is getting from it is worth it. And you know, like influencer marketing is so huge and obviously it works, yeah. but what you're actually doing for that, like to me, like it's, I'm not going to lie. Like, like paid I just to said, take a picture. Yeah. And to write a caption and to get that approved and then you post it. And I'm just like, how I do this for free. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, I've transitioned to the point where I can have that now, which is great. And they also pitch me for larger campaigns, um so what's yeah. the mo- what's the most fun partnership or campaign you've been part of um or like one you really enjoyed even if it's like a, an event like an influencer event or something um i mean like there, I don't, there's Stumped there's so many one of my favorite campaigns um was i've done it twice now but last year i was the head of the campaign i did the cibc run for the cure so I do. We ran into that. Is that the one in yeah. May? 5K? No, I think I did see you do that though. It's in September. Half marathon? At Queen's Park. No, no. it's only it's either 1 or 5K. Did you I feel not? like I did it or I donated or something. I don't think I did it. One yeah. Or five. I know. It sounds familiar, but. Yeah, yeah sorry, but continue. Um, I did that last year and uh, it was a really big campaign. I had multiple posts and stories and all of that. And then I did a. 
workout with all the executives at CIBC at their main, not like their head office in the financial district. And then I was a part of the run day as well and was there and um, had like a role there as well. So that was like, that was the biggest campaign that I've had. And that was the most meaningful because I also do do the run for the cure every year because my mom had breast cancer and one of my best friends had breast cancer. So it was just a really organic, like naturally fitting campaign because I, the past five years I've done it. So that's what I mean. And the brands know that they recognize PR companies. Like they see that I'm there every year. So they, they know that for the next year, well, she would be a great fit for the, head of the campaign or for the campaign because it's so organic yeah, it's yeah. and it's meaningful like, yeah it's yeah. not like hey guys i so, i want to support this cause just this year you actually yeah, believe what you exactly. support that's really cool too because a yeah. lot of I'm, that's not a first time i'm gonna say a lot of people do that but because of how big influencer marketing has become mm. sometimes you see stuff and it seems disingenuous yeah, a little bit yeah. so when you see somebody anybody who really like believes in what like a brand or something yeah. or a cause they want to do and they support it yeah. i think it kind of hits home even yeah, more it yeah. kind of has more like uh yeah. more meaning and it yeah mm-hmm. it resonates a little bit better. yeah i always try to like i've turned down partnerships all the time that just don't make don't sense. make sense that's um, got to be hard and to do i as think well. that yeah it can be like yeah um i mean in terms of like you know a lot of times when it's like yeah, oh post a, a picture yeah. of your money it's yeah, like exactly oh, it's that yeah people would say you're crazy it's so yeah. easy but it's actually but, a, but but it hurts the brand, followers right? yeah. know that like they your community knows that when like I had an opportunity to work with the dairy farmers of Ontario, but I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> That's uh, that is uh, not a good fit. That's pretty funny. Yeah, like that. Just like, drink that milk, love it. Yeah, that doesn't make me make go to the bathroom. Even yeah. though that's like it, that's a pretty good. It was a pretty good campaign, but like I can't say yeah to that. Yeah. you know what I mean. Or like Honestly, some, like, for me, some, like, I would have sucked it up. Like if if like if Beyond Meat came up to me and said, "Hey, support our burger," I'm like, "I'm vegan, cool." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. You don't I mean, have I'll to, eat anything. You don't have to be vegan to eat Beyond Meat. True, I've actually had it for the first time. Yeah. It is really good. I had it at Starbucks, the Beyond Meat breakfast sandwich. What? It wasn't they bad. have it at Starbucks? Beyond Meat breakfast sandwich. Really? Yeah, it's not bad. It's just, yeah, the gives ingredients are so sometimes. shit. Yeah. But it does taste good. It's actually oh, yeah. not bad. It tasted like meat, but yeah. yeah. It gives me just bad heartburn. Like I think Barberito is uh, like one of those taco places yeah. that has it. So like we, me and John, we go for bowls all the time. Like maybe once a week. Not all the time. Once a week. And we'll try and change up. And we did vegan. We went vegan for two weeks, maybe back in January or February. Yeah. And we did it. And I was just like, I was the heartburn I was having. I was. You like, always you always I always have heartburn. Carrie Tums too, always yeah. with you. I know <laughs> this a- because anytime we go out or on vacation or like out, these guys like getting Tums. I'm like, sure, man, here's Tums. So we'll like, go to nightclubs and like they'll be like, oh, empty your pockets. And I'll pull out like ten Tums. <laughs> and they'll be like, what's so that? Weird. I'm like, oh, Tums. Like, oh yeah, makes sense. Go on in. Really? I'm like, this yeah. could be drugs, and like nobody says yeah. anything. Yeah, like, yeah. Here's a pocket full of pocket full tums. Anybody need tums? Anybody out there? You see Rick in a bar yeah, or a I club need, or anywhere? He's got. Tums we need on a tums him. sponsorship. That, that would be sick. That would be fitting. But they're probably P and G, I think, which is huge. Probably, I think tums. Hey, dream P&G. big, oh, buddy. I just did Oral B, which is with P and G. You're a connection. Yeah. We saw. We saw that. I saw that actually. Yeah. Um, Oral B, the, the not the Sonicare. That's Phillips. I'm a Sonicare yes. guy. Yeah. But Oral B, good for yeah. you. Nah, regular toothbrush for me. You got nice jibs too, buddy. Thanks, man. Um, very proud of them. <laughs> I was gonna oh, go so back. No, I was gonna wait. wait. I, was, we were I, was gonna about about, I was gonna say Invisalign. Oh yeah, I did Invisalign too. How did you like your experience with that? I loved it. Cause I know you posted about it at the beginning. I didn't. I don't remember seeing anything later. Oh, I on. had to. It was a partnership, so I posted all throughout. <laughs> um, Good for you. 
how long did you have it for i only had it for three months that's it that's it because my i had braces when i was younger but my bottom teeth shifted slightly my upper like my top teeth were i don't i think they like they made them perfect but they didn't really need much so it was basically just fixing one or two teeth on the bottom that were slanted in so it was it was so quick yeah i had invisalign for probably a year and a half and i absolutely love it they're beautiful thank you i I'm a big teeth guy. He uh, his teeth look the same to me as it did so before. Everyone, no yeah, I don't it. remember your teeth ever. <laughs> yeah. One day Rico's, nice. I'm getting Invisalign. I'm like, huh? I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure you have like. A I had good- a nose surgery too. For anybody listening, nobody With ever knows. Yeah, nobody ever. Well, I well, broke it. So okay, okay, okay. I broke it. Well, mind you, I got it straight and then took a little yeah, off the top. Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> no, nobody. Everyone's like, wait, as- you had a nose job? I was like, yeah, I did. Um, yeah. But my Invisalign. It's so I, funny because you look like the same person. If you look at a picture from before, yeah, you wouldn't no notice. But I noticed. Yeah. But Rick's like OCD. He's like, man, my teeth have a gap. I'm like, dude, no, what the? What are you talking about? A couple, a couple were crooked. Why are you getting Invisalign? I'm like, I gotta fix this. Yeah, honestly, we're Virgos perfectionists. There you go. I remember. What are you? When I was Taurus. That's our perfect match. Bumble Tinder hit us up. We're yeah. making matches on this podcast. No, Virgo and Virgo and Virgo and Taurus really? are like the best. That's why this podcast. I knew so it. Be- I was like <laughs> feeling the Taurus vibes. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Oh, whoa, whoa, um, okay. okay. <laughs> hey, don't get George. Don't get don't get George too excited. Um, <laughs> I love this. Like how excited I, I got. I, I know. You're I like feeling this connection, guys. I, when I heard that, I was like, I know where this. You is like going. Greeks. Greece, yeah. Greeks. <laughs> yeah. She said Greeks, Greeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same thing. All right. Let's, let's get stay on topic here. We're on. We're talking about podcasts. Yeah, we only got a little bit I um, love a good gyro. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, right, with Invisalign. Right, right. I remember when I was a kid, this I, was, been, I had- funny episode. Yeah, I love it. I had top and bottom braces because I had an overbite. So I had top and bottom braces or retainer for- probably like six months and my teeth were fairly straight back then too and they're like okay the next step is braces and i'm like what like yeah i'm like okay, maybe i'll need them for like six months to a year they're like yeah two years and i was going into grade 12 <clears throat> i'm like there's a zero percent chance i'm going to western because i knew i was going to yeah. western with braces no, like zero no. percent chance so i remember thinking i'm like okay hey, get them as the fix the overbite as much as you can mm-hmm. so i took i did head um headgear at night Stop. for six months i had headgear at night it was hilarious <laughs> and then i remember thinking by the time I'm older, when my teeth really bother me, there's going to be some new invention that I won't mind doing. Yeah, bam. 15 years later, Invisalign comes, or I guess five years, and then it got better, much, much better now. But yeah. nobody even noticed when I wore it. No. Like, you would kind of see it a I little bit. I liked it because it, like, gave me a little plump, you know, like a natural, like, plump. I didn't notice that about mine. But <laughs> really? <laughs> no. It makes your lips bigger. Does it? it does. Yeah. I got big Why? Because right it pushes there. it out. Yeah, when you wear them. Yeah, so I was like... <laughs> Gus is like, okay, brand deal. Pucker up. Like, you bitches pay for this I, shit. I, I like the way, like, it shapes my face. I, I was actually sad when I didn't have to wear them anymore. See, I would, uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy. I've never had. Uh, I, because, like, you know what I hated? Those little, like, attachments yeah, they have to put on your teeth. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, it's weird. I don't know people that I've used it. It would cut the inside of my mouth, yeah. too. It was so annoying. Oh, the but first two weeks were so painful. Yeah, I just remember thinking, this, anybody listening, Invisalign is one of the greatest things ever. Mm-hmm. If you Sponsor can use us. it, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would love that. I love Invisalign. I'm a big teeth guy too. I think teeth are. I love teeth. Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably one of the first things I look at when I meet mm-hmm. someone. Their yeah. teeth. What is that? What is the first thing you notice when you look at somebody? Oh, I see teeth. Mm-hmm. Teeth. I think so. Yeah. Teeth. teeth. Yeah. Teeth then eyes and then like overall just like 
grooming care. Well, hopefully like the inside too. <laughs> well, we're talking, when you look at someone, you can't see their insides. <laughs> you can't see someone's insides when you look at them. <laughs> no, that's so funny. <laughs> Oh, that is important. That is important. It is important. Uh, I was actually going to ask if we jumped off topic. I was going to ask more about, I don't even remember what the fuck I was going to ask now. I was going to ask about, uh, no, about, um, we was going to ask for your number. <laughs> Maybe that's after. Um, I was going to ask about diets. Talking about the, the Beyond Burger. You're lactose. Are you, do you do vegan? Do you do any other diets? No, I don't do vegan. I just don't eat dairy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that dairy is necessarily the best for, everyone well like i think that a lot of people um are super tolerant to it uh but i think that i mean this is just my personal belief it should be in moderation yeah with everyone um but in north america and so like in europe like in greece and places like that i can actually eat like a little bit of feta and be completely fine because the sources of that is organic and clean and natural and all of that um, but I, majority of processed. people here, it's so processed and like I, majority of people do have some type of little intolerance to, uh, dairy. It's the same as like celiac and stuff too. Cause I yeah. know that like, I think my, so we have some friends that they come to visit us in Greece. Like they can't eat, they don't eat any bread here. They're gluten-free and everything. Uh, and then in Greece, like they can eat no problem. Yeah. fine. It's yeah. everything in North America. It's processed. I think in, I, yeah. and it's, it's a generalization. I don't know for sure. Actually, but yeah. Queen street bakery, <laughs> Tony Ayala. His bread is gluten-free. Where's the Queen Street Bakery? I can't, right? It's all those like special non-GMO. Vegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. V- well, most, actually, no, bread's got eggs normally. Yeah, so I guess yeah. it's not, yeah, it's not vegan. But this bread is like top-notch and it tastes really good. Sponsor us, Tony. Tony. We're, actually, we'll get Tony on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony's, and apparently the bread's awesome. Yeah. Like I've heard it from numerous people. He has to bring a loaf when he comes. Yeah. And we'll get <laughs> just chop it up on There's here. your next partnership too, Tony. Have we done any live sample? We haven't done any live sample. Oh, we did. Masterminds Protein. Master- yeah, protein. Yeah, we did. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. It's been good. It's been fun. I don't know. You want to? Uh, no, I think we start. We start wrapping it up. Yeah, you want to hit up the question? So, Kelsey, we have two questions we ask every guest. She look at her. She's <laughs> like, ready. Oh. She's like, I'm sweating. Uh, we have two <laughs> questions we ask every guest. Okay. <clears throat> First, if there was a movie about your life, who would you want to star as you? Like a celebrity or anyone? Oh, anybody. Guess anybody actually. Like yeah. probably yeah, like a celebrity. Pick someone that okay, pe- people Katie might. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Yeah. I can see that. Everyone always tells me. I look yeah, like I can her. see that. That's I can see she, that. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah, the eyes. She I can, can see be it. me. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Um, and then my question is, if you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Um. Wow. It's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know she doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> she never makes no, it that No, I never made it to the end. Never made it to the but end. But I have. I, I don't, like I don't even listen to the end. I, I kind of like it. <laughs> well, you're here for them. I, know. I like that people aren't ready for it because it's like, ooh, if they're ready, yeah, it wouldn't be yeah. as fun. Um, Stumps a lot of people. Yeah, it does. To my younger self, I think that, um, I okay, no, I have it. So my advice would be to never give up your power in a situation, in a belief, in the way you interact with others, especially um, to never let someone take away your power. But in order to do that, you just you have to reserve it and make sure that, um, you know, you keep it and that you never give that up. I think that's super important. That's a good one. We've never Great had an advice, answer like no. that. Yeah, that's We've had some one. really good ones lately, some unique answers lately. Yeah. But mine's the best. 
Yeah, of number course. one for sure. Of course, because you're because you're here today. Because you're here today. Yeah, <laughs> never give up your power. Never I thought she was gonna over. say something like, "Don't kill." Don't. I was thinking, "No, never give up your power." I thought she was gonna say something like, "Don't kill the eyebrow lady first day." Like that's it. Um, there's the callback joke. The call now back. it's time to wrap this damn episode up. Uh, I'm gonna wrap it up again. Um, Kelsey, if people want to find out more about you, if they want to get a hold of you, join some of your virtual classes. How can they get a hold of you? How can they find you? Um, so you can check out my Instagram. It is the Kelsey Rose. Uh, you can also check out my website. It it is KelseyRoseFitness.com. How do you spell Kelsey? K-E-L-S-E-Y. Just like the restaurant. Perfect. Right, there we go. I'll hit it up. Well, do you know what? Because it's so true. Some people spell Kelsey like K-E-L-C-I-E. K-E-L-S-Y. I would hope you'd spell it right. She's our guest. Like True. Yeah. Other than that, anything else you want to want to say? No, thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. No, thanks, thanks well, for coming. I'm not going to go to bed tonight because well, I had this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you had great energy. It was I great. Did. No, it really woke me up. <laughs> Mind you, also Kelsey told us that she goes to bed at 8 p.m. Yeah, I do. What, what time is it? That's what she said earlier. She's like, pastor, pastor, bed at 8 p.m. Between 8. I'm not 10. saying I'm shocked. I mean, I like. Well, it's still pretty early. Most people like I know like nine, ten is like yeah. eight is like. What the fuck? I wanted to ask actually. I forgot <laughs> you to wake ask up at earlier. Okay, but what, yeah, eight, I was say, what's a normal kay. like? What's a morning okay. look like? So for you? yes, a morning, and this is great that I'm saying on this podcast because I get DMs every day. What's your morning routine? Wait, time it also. So it's when I, good. And why do we ask this? When yeah. I message Kelsey to come on the podcast. I hit her up and like we're friends on Instagram. Sure, I'm on at seven a.m. <laughs> I, I hit her up on Instagram and then like she takes like a couple days to respond. She goes, I get too many DMs. Can you like email me the info? I was like, whoa, too popular no, for us. Honestly, because I'll open DMs sometimes, and if I don't have time to respond, we weren't. Sometimes I um. But she didn't know you were. I'll course, forget to get back. But I. Yeah, if I hit her up, she would respond right. Yeah, there. for sure. <laughs> All right, sorry, okay, guys. Getting, <laughs> sorry, uh, continue. Yeah. Your mornings. Um, your well, okay. Pre-COVID, I would have a six a.m. client Monday to Friday, which means I was waking up at five fifteen every day, uh, oh minus the weekends. So in the winter, when it gets like the light, it's dark out at five, five or six p.m. Yeah. By eight p.m., like yeah, I'm tired. Oh, well, if you're up at five, it, yeah. yeah, yeah. So between like eight and ten, that would be my bedtime. Um, but now it's summer, it's lighter out until about nine. <laughs> so now, so now, now it's like, it starts to get dark. When the like, sun comes out, Kelsey's no, like, okay, it's bedtime. Yeah, like, it also depends on what my morning's like. So usually between nine and 10.30. Last night I got a little crazy. <laughs> she she stayed up at 11. 11.15. I went to bed at 11, not gonna lie. <laughs> But that's because I couldn't fall asleep. So um People are like I can't fall asleep, I was up till two AM because yeah. I can't fall asleep, I was up till eleven thirty. Yeah. That's funny. I'm more like I never used to be a morning person. I was I mean, still not if I'm hungover the the most miserable in the morning. Yeah. But I prefer to go to bed earlier and wake up yeah, earlier. Yeah, I really thrive in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more a morning person. Yeah. I'm a, I hate the morning. <laughs> yeah, I don't call. Like, I, I don't get a hold of you till eleven every day. Yeah. Well, no, don't call right anymore. I'm it, I'm though, up. Yeah, like I wake up bad. every day at like between six thirty and seven every morning because I work yeah. out every morning now. Yeah. Just the only access I have to a gym yeah. is at my parents' house. So yeah. I've been basically yeah. moved back into my parents' house. So yeah. I don't between work and side projects, the podcast. When I leave my house at eight. Eight, eight, thirty, nine. Yeah. I don't get back till nine so or ten yeah, at night. No so there's, it's not like I can drive to the gym anything. and work out, and I'm not driving to my parents' house to work out to come back, no. to, like to come downtown to record a podcast. It doesn't make sense. Once I leave, I'm gone. Yeah. Right, and I pack lunch, dinner, and, and everything. But uh, yeah, that's like, why I love where I am now. My, I'm like everything I need is in my community here. My office is five minutes away. Like, 
golf course. There's track yeah. tracks to run close by. Yeah, really yeah, convenient. Nice. Yeah, nice. That's Anyways, it. yeah, this was awesome, was Kelsey. Was so much fun. Thanks so much for coming thanks on. For finally me. agreeing to, to finally agreeing. I was always in. Yeah, just I never said too no. busy with her DMs. <laughs> Sorry. Um, again, people want to find her at the Kelsey Rose. Yeah, KelseyRoseFitness.com was yeah. the website. Yeah, perfect. We'll share all the links. And other than that, signing off, pals. Bye. Peace. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain And I don't remember all of my mistakes and every I got alone No one thing